Welcome to the Tarleton BSM Podcast. Today, we'll be continuing our 402 series, Open Heart Surgery, a look at the attitudes of our heart. We hope you enjoy this message from staff member Tyler Martinez. Hey, everyone. Um, good evening. Welcome to 402. My name is Tyler Martinez. and Hey, Owen. Um, and I'm married to Kaylee Martinez. Uh, and we also have two animals. One is a three-legged husky. Her name is Chicha. And uh, the second is a little bitty cat um, that kind of gets on our last nerves. Uh, her name is Astra. Um, and we just have a lot of joy with them. Um, the other intre- I have a couple of interesting facts uh, that I would really like to tell you guys. One, I'm from a really small town. Um, I graduated with seven other people. Um, yeah, right? Um, so top 10% is literally the valedictorian, and that's all. Um, so whenever it comes to Juliana's story, I didn't get scholarships either for top 10% or anything, um, just because they all went to one person. Um, I've only met nobody that has a larger graduating class than me, unless you're homeschooled. Raise your hand if you're homeschooled. Yeah, a couple of you. Cool. Um, you guys are the only people that have smaller graduating classes than me. Um, Second interesting fact is I actually have a plastic nose. Um, Yeah, I have had plastic surgery. Um, So it was about the age of 15. Um, All growing up until this point, I couldn't smell very well, except for really, really, really powerful things like onions and garlic, um, and even that glorious smell called bacon. Um, I could smell that. um, And those are really the only things I could taste, too. Um, and I couldn't breathe. So even to this day, I have not trained myself to be a nose breather. I only breathe through my mouth. And so if you hear me gasp for air because I don't shut up, that's why. Um, <laughs> um, so this is my, I was 15 years old, about to run track. Um, but my mom's like, hey, we need to go get nose surgery. Um, so we go in, um, get to the doctor. You know how they like put that gown over you so you have to take off your clothes. They put this weird white, blue old man gown on you. Well, that's what I had. Um, I woke up from the surgery, still on drugs from anesthesia, and my nurse says, okay, here's your clothes. You can get ready. You're about to leave the hospital. Um, so I get up, and mom was like, hey, you're still drugged up. Do you, do you want me to help you? And I'm like, mom, I'm 15. I think I could put on my own pants by now. And so like, I grabbed the pants from my nurse, and I like bend over to like put on my pants, and this was me. Like, never, never being able to put those suckers on. Um, and so that's whenever this little 15-year-old guy had to humble himself to roll over on the bed and say, Mom, I can't do this. Can you help me? So shameful 15-year-old zero, Mom won. She wins. <laughs> um, but the next day, I was a little bit swollen. Um, so can you, can you put that picture up? Right? I look uglier now than what I thought I did. Um, (laughs) So my eyes were swollen shut. Um, I couldn't see a thing. Um, I got up in the middle of the night to do, like, to go to the bathroom. It was like 2 a.m. I get up, and this is what I wake up to. Um, I can't see. My eyes are black. Um, And since I was sleeping in the living room, our entire house was rearranged. So it's not like I could walk around and, like, feel where I'm going because I might trip over the coffee table and re-break that sucker. And I was not about to go through that again. Um, so I had to yell for my mom. And I was like, Mom, 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 
I can't see a thing. So she got up out of bed, came to me, and said, hey, I'm right here. What are you trying to do at 2 a.m.? And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. So we get, she took me, led me to the bathroom, shut the door, and I'm like feeling for the toilet because my mom didn't follow me, thank God. <laughs> um, but uh, again, sh- shameful 15-year-old, zero, mom, two. She's still winning this thing. Like She's taking care of me. She's helping me. But I didn't want her help. Um, I felt like a toddler, even to the point where she was feeding me. Um, I couldn't chew food. Like a swollen face can only chew so much. So I had soup um, and crackers. And my mom took off the entire week of, of work to come and to take care of me, um, to help me get over my, my swollen face, um, to help me get out of bed so I can go to the bathroom, things like that. Um, so my mom won. I did not. Um, and this was for a week straight. Um, but maybe you're here and, and maybe you've had somebody help you like this unconditionally. Um, maybe you're here and you've had somebody that loved you so much that they would take care of you. Um, that's awesome. Or sacrifice things for you, right? Um, maybe it's your family and you really, really love this one restaurant. Um, my restaurant is Chili's. I don't know why. It's like a staple everywhere I go. I just love Chili's. But my family hates it. And so on my birthday, on my birthday, I'm like, hey, can we go to Chili's? My whole family groans, mumbles, and complains. But they're like, fine, we'll go to Chili's, whatever. Um, but maybe that's you. Maybe you have a family that would sacrifice going to your favorite restaurant, even though they don't like it. Um, or maybe you're here, and your biochem professor allows you to use your notes on a test, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? You're like thinking in your head, finally, I passed one, Right? <laughs> Um, or maybe you decide to host a movie night at your dorm or your house just to serve people. You have like peanut M&Ms. You have Pirates of the Caribbean going on. I'm going through that series right now. Um, I'm super excited. Um, but maybe that's you, and maybe you just wanted to serve your friends, and you wanted to help your friends and just have a blast with them, but you decided to, to help them and serve them along the way. But maybe you're here, and you've had the exact opposite experience where nobody would help you, um, or somebody always gave the tasks over to you. So maybe you have an engineering project that you and a couple of your friends decided to do together, um, but all of your project buddies say, hey, can you do the coding homework for this? Can, right? Am I, are you feeling me, Azaria? Okay, she's an engineering major. Um, so um, has the coding projects. Make sure to write the five-page papers and the essays for it. And not only that, they're like, hey, build this robot so we can all get an A. Um, they delegate and only give. They never help. They never serve. Um, or maybe you're a part of a team, whether it be basketball, football, track. I'm not going to talk about because that's an individual sport for the most part. <coughs> um, but maybe you're a part of a team. And you, there's always that one buddy that you, like, pass it to. And you know that you're never going to get the ball back. We call that guy a ball hog, Right? Um, they shoot it and shout Kobe and hope it goes in, um, and it never does, right? Um, so maybe that's also what you've been a part of, um, but even for, for us, maybe we come from divorced parents. Um, maybe we have divorced parents that never served one another, never helped one another, and that they only cared for themselves, and so the reason that they got divorced was because they could never love one another to the point where they were willing to sacrifice themselves for the better of the other. Um, Or maybe you're here, um, and this is you with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. 
where your own desires take precedence over theirs. And instead of helping them and serving them and leading them the way that you should, you just want to have sex with them. Um, maybe that is you. Um, tonight, um, we're, we're in the middle of a 402 series. Um, it's called Open Heart Surgery. I'm not going to open up an actual heart up here. That would be really awkward. Um, but we are going to be talking a little bit about heart attitudes. Um, and so tonight's heart attitude, or the big idea, is participate in ministry. Um, so if you will, flip open. We're going to be in 1 Corinthians 12, 15 through 20. Um, if you're new to us um, or you're new to the Bible, the Bible is divided up into two parts, Old Testament and New Testament. Old Testament is a story about God's people um, and how he continues to bring back Israel to himself to give him glory. Um, the New Testament, which is where we're in today, um, is the story of Christ and how he lived a perfect life um, and sacrificed himself on a cross so that he could have a relationship with us. And it's the story of how faith in, in Christ really started. Um, so today we'll be in 1 Corinthians 12, 15 through 20. And if you don't have your Bible, it'll be up on the screen. Um, but it says, If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? And if the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet only one body. <laughs> so this kind of leads us into our first point, um, and it's serving the gathering, or serve the gathering. And um, whenever I say serve, it's, it's really to help, um, to be a part of, to, to lead them in a certain direction. Um, as well. So there's, I'll be using help a lot more than just serve. Um, so we've been giving, given different roles to be a part of our body. And this is the, the body of believers. Um, we've all been given a different role. Um, so um, say for instance, um, we're all part of one body, right? But if all of us were an eye, we would only be able to see things. We would never be able to smell. But what if I was a body without an arm? Somebody that serves the function of an arm would have to like flip open a book or lift weights. Um, but if one of those functions aren't working, then the body doesn't run properly or work properly. Um, if I don't have a foot, I have to use crutches. My body doesn't function properly. Um, take, for instance, the flu. The flu is a part of your body, um, but if it destroys some of it. And so if part of your body is destroyed, you just don't function the way it should. And so if you um, are here and you have a gift that God has given you, um, that gift may be cooking. You may be really, really good at cooking. And the way that you get to help others is by, by, making, by making food. And you could bring that to a small group. You can bring that to 402. We have plenty of people that would eat it. <laughs> um, so, or... Um, you like behind-the-scenes work. We've been talking a little bit about, hey, guys, if you're good at audio, visual, running slides, or like if you're good at hearing sounds, you can go back behind the soundboard. Um, you as well can, can come up here and you could participate in being a part of what we would call the body. Um, do, you, do you enjoy uh, serving individuals, whether it be 
Um, older people or younger people, um, do you enjoy like old ladies pinching your face and saying, hey, you look great, you're so cute, right? Um, you could serve your church by being a part of elders' ministry. Um, or you can, you can go into, to, well, my church calls it a house, but it's like the nursery. Um, if you like little kids and you like picking them up and then throwing up on you and, and spitting in your face and wiping it off and you love that, and that brings joy to your life, go serve in the nursery. Um, but we've all been given this, these different gifts, um, and I encourage you to use those gifts. Use those gifts to, to glorify God. Um, <coughs> so, sorry. Um, what, I, what I really like about this passage is verse 18. Um, um, verse 18, um, and it says, But in fact, um, God has placed... Oh, there it is. But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. Um, what I really like about this is that God... The God of the universe, the God who created us, has given us a specific gift. And we're supposed to use that. It's like if I have a gift and you don't open it, it's not really a gift. It's just a storage box. Um, You want to use your gift because God gave that to you specifically to use, to give him glory. (laughs) Um, But what, what if we don't use our gifts to give glory to God? What if the functions of our body, instead of being good for the body, are actually draining? Um, What if um, you're taking away nutrients from the body? Um, This could be you going to church, and instead of serving, like serving old ladies or serving little kids and toddlers, um, you go in wearing a bib instead of an apron. Um, So a bib, it's... It's for children who throw up uh, all over the place. Or spit up, not throw up. Spit up, that's a better word. Um, but whenever you, you feed someone, the bib is there to catch all the mess. Um, it implies that you are there to be served rather than to serve. But an apron, it implies that you are here to serve, um, to be a part of, hey, what can I do this Sunday um, to bring God glory? What can I do this Sunday to help be a part of a ministry, um, rather than taking away. Uh, you may have great gifts that God has given you, but you don't use them. Um, this is another way that you can be a, a drain to everyone around you, or you just don't function the way that you should, or function at all. God could have given you a gift, and you choose not to use it for whatever purpose. Um, maybe you like to sing, and you're good at singing, but you don't like being in front of public places. Newsflash, I'm not a great public speaker. Um, I don't have a communications major, but I'm up here, and this is something that is actually kind of fun. Um, but, um, so maybe your gift is singing, and you could be a part of the band, but you choose not to, and you're, you're robbing the opportunity for people to worship. Um, so, um, this, these are ways that we can serve um, the gathering of people. Um, but let's look at serving God's kingdom, which is our next point. Um, serve the kingdom of God out of love. Um, we're going to be in Matthew 25, 34 through 45 for this. And so if you would flip over there to me, with me. Um, this is also in the New Testament. It's the first book. Um, so it is Matthew 25, 34 through 45. 
And it says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and he gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you a sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it for one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed into the eternal fire, and prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then the, he... Then they will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. <laughs> um, I love this passage for many reasons. Um, one of them is because it gives us one of the reasons why we serve. And it's not just for other people. Um, time and time again in this passage, it says, what you did for the least of these, you did it for me. And so whenever we serve, we don't do it, like I don't do it for Walker or Guyler. I don't do it for Meg. I don't do it for Clayton. I don't do it for Daniel or anyone on staff. I do it because I love Christ. Um, I do it because I love Christ. Yes, I do get to serve you, but I do it because I love Christ. A way we could live this out is by hosting well, um, so a host versus a non-host, so um, somebody who comes into a place, um, I forgot the word for it, but anyways, so a host is somebody that welcomes people, um, guest, I don't know, did somebody say guest? Oh wait, thank you so much. Um, so a guest is somebody who comes into a foreign place, um, somebody, some player that they're not used to, um, and a host is here to say, hey, um, hopefully whenever you entered that door, you saw Mark and Debbie Boucher. They're like, hey, it's good to see you. I'm Mark. I'm Debbie. Probably gave you a hug. And then you walk in and you see people at the name tag signs, but then they're like, hey, can you grab a name tag and then walk across this little curtain wall thing um, and you could find a seat and hopefully you found a friend and you're sitting with them, right? That's a, that's a really good representation of hosting well. Um, guess is somebody who comes into a foreign place, um, but now we hope they feel like home. Um, But you could do this, um, and you could be a part of serving for the kingdom out of love by coming here before um, 402 even starts. Um, We have an entire crew called 402 Crew. It's really clever, and it rhymes. I love the name. Um, But you can come up, and you could help set up these chairs, and you could help set up these lights, Um, Because we can't see any of the band's pretty face if they don't have lights. Um, But also, sound. Um, We get to worship God through music. We also get to worship God through the text that's being taught. Um, So maybe you could be a part of serving God's kingdom by coming up and preparing a seat for people to hear about who God is. Um, You could help at the outreach table. Um, 
So you know Hannah Michael, that like stands, she's like this tall. Just now she's wearing a purple beanie. Usually says, hey, welcome to 402. We're glad you're here. You probably saw on your connection card, that girl. Um, <coughs> she, she leads outreach uh, or helps lead it. There's like a, a multi-headed dragon leading that shindig. <coughs> um, but um, go talk to her. Um, one of the ways um, that we get to be a part in ministry, um, just like exactly what God says, like you saw me thirsty and you gave me something to drink. What better way to do that than to serve Tarleton's campus by giving them coffee? Right? Like everybody's thirsty in the morning um, for coffee. One, they need to pick me up before 8 o'clock. Um, so you can come in um, and serve and help and invite and encourage um, and lead people and point people to Christ because of the way that you serve them. But what happens if we don't serve out of love? Um, so 1 Corinthians 13, 1 and 2, um, talks about what happens if we don't serve um, people of God out of love. It says, if I speak in the tongues of men and angels, but I have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I, have a prophet, if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. <laughs> um, so guys, if, if we don't serve out of love, listen to this. Boom, 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 boom. Is that annoying? Right? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the feedback. Um, it is annoying. But Scripture says if we serve without love, we are a noisy gong. Um, this could play out in our own lives. Um, whenever a friend asks you to go out for dinner and to talk to them, you have the opportunity to invest in their lives um, and to invest in them emotionally. Like when somebody says, hey, let's go talk, it's never something shallow typically. It's something a little bit deeper. Um, so you go out and you have dinner, but this entire time, what you hope and you expect is your friend to pay for your meal. <coughs> that is not out of love. That is out of selfish ambition, selfish goal, selfish gain. Um, that is a way that you could serve without love. Um, maybe you help others to make yourself look better. Um, maybe you come in um, and you serve and put up these tables and chairs, uh, or these chairs, not these tables, these chairs um, to impress that girl um, or to impress maybe the girl's father. Um, you just want to help and you want to serve um, to impress and make yourself look better than what you actually are. Um, maybe um, it's because it's, what expect, it's expected of you. You guys, doing stuff because it's an expectation is not a bad thing, but doing things because it is an expectation is. Um, so whenever, you, whenever I come into work, um, what's expected of me is for me to labor and to make like, to share the gospel with people and to help people grow closer to Christ. Um, that is part of my job criteria, and that's what's expected of me. But if I only do that because it is expected and not out of the love that I have for other people, then that is wrong. Um, maybe you're here, and maybe that's you too. Um, I want to challenge you to, to walk out of that. Um, maybe... Um, Never mind, I already, already made that point. Um, oh, wait. 
Um, so what would our lives be like um, if we chose to serve out of our love for other people and our love for Christ rather than our own selfish gain? Um, would we see divorce rates decline um, because we chose to serve and to help and to show kindness to other people? Um, or maybe um, we would see less, less sexual relationships outside of marriage because we chose the, the betterness of our significant other over our own. Um, or maybe we would see all of Tarleton have joy on their face because we decided to serve and to love and to give them coffee and to share with them about who Jesus is. What would our campus look like? What would your personal life be like if your parents did not walk in divorce any longer or choose to do that? What would your friends' lives look like if that happened? Even your future life, if you get married, what would your life look like if you served your wife? Or even now, if you served your girlfriend, what would your life look like? Out of love being the key. Um, but maybe you're here and you don't know who Jesus is. And you say, man, why, why would I serve and help others and be a part of a church or be a part of a body who, who does this? Like, I don't like sacrificing my time. I'd rather go play Call of Duty. Um, that's a fair question. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, Mark 10, 45. I don't know. Did I put that up there on the screen? Okay, cool. Uh, Mark 10, 45, in like, summary, says, Even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but came to serve and gave his life a ransom for many. You see, the Son of Man is Jesus. The Son of Man came to serve us. A perfect God, a perfect man came to serve us, not to be served. Um, and he did the ultimate sacrifice of service by humbling himself, humbling himself and being crucified on a cross. And he did this so that you could have a relationship with him. And so the reason why we serve for the love of Christ is because, one, he did it for us. Um, but two, he did it for us so that we could have a relationship. And that's something that he's inviting each and every one of us into today. And he wants you to continue to walk in that relationship. And so if that's you, um, I want to invite you um, to start that relationship tonight. Um, with a God who loves you, who sacrificed himself for your sin and forgave you. Um, so I'm going to pray. Um, and if that's you, um, please put your name on that connection card um, and place it in the purple bear. We would love to have a conversation about what this looks like. So I'm going to pray and then we'll go on to us. Thank you for listening to the Tarleton BSM podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe. To keep up with everything Tarleton BSM, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tarleton BSM. See you next time.